This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. So, Jenks, let's get into these games and let's start off. Uh, let's go to game six between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. We have Merrill Kelly throwing for the Diamondbacks. Aaron Nola goes for the Phils. Total of eight runs here. And usually the Phillies at home have been the play. We've already seen this pitching matchup before. Phillies won that game pretty mm-hmm. convincingly. Merrill Kelly gave up four runs, I believe. And Aaron Nola was very dominant. So do you think the Phillies are the right side again? Or are you unwilling to bet on a team that has Craig Kimbrell as their setup guy? Oh, well, God. Here's what I would do. I, I do think the Phillies won this game, and this has gone from minus 175 to minus 185. I don't mind the Phillies on the money line. I don't really want to pay you that juice. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go first five Phillies run line at minus 120. If you like Phillies full game run line at plus 115, I don't mind that either. But the last time we saw Merrill Kelly was in this exact same spot in game two. Gave up four runs, five and two-thirds innings. And if you look back at his splits during the regular season, well, he was a worse pitcher on the road. Then you look at what Aaron Nola has done, not just in the playoffs, but going back to the regular season. He's allowed two runs or less in each of his last five starts. That includes shutting out Arizona back in game two, six innings to shut out baseball, struck out seven. And honestly, some of this to me is – is kind of a gut play in that Philly has all the momentum. They're headed back home. I can just see them jumping on Kelly early on, jumping on him enough to cover this half run in the first five with that home crowd and as amped up as they're going to be to get back to the World Series. It's only minus 120, so Philly's first five run line is what I'm thinking about. Yeah, and that way you don't have to hold your nose when Craig Kimbrell maybe enters exactly. this game. So you only play the first five innings. I think that's the only way to play the Phillies here. Also, I think the starting pitcher matchup is what you are supremely targeting here. Plus, the Phillies at home have been good at jumping out to early leads. So I think that's the play. Uh, A couple other plays I looked at last night. This line was Merrill Kelly uh, at 15 and a half outs. I hit the under. It was heavily juiced at minus 150. But since, it has flipped. Because I do think there's going to be an extremely short leash on Merrill Kelly, who struggled against the Phillies last time. Mm -hmm. And now you're looking at an elimination game. If the Diamondbacks don't win this game, their season is over. If my math stands correct, right? You know, this is elimination game. They got to win this one. Uh, So I think it's going to be a really short leash for Merrill Kelly. I think even at plus money, you can look at Merrill Kelly's uh, outs prop here at 14 and a half, which obviously it is a big difference because now it's not at a round number at five innings. Uh, but still, I would take the under for plus 128. I think that is a solid play. I think the Phillies' bats chase him from this game early on. The other play I was looking at, Kyle Schwarber to record a hit, is only minus 130. Maybe you are leaving some money on the table because Kyle Schwarber, it feels like if he's going to get a hit, it's going to be a home run. But last mm-hmm. time around, he had two home runs against Merrill Kelly. Clearly, he sees his stuff pretty well. And also, Kyle Schwarber, always red hot hot in the championship series. That's been the case so far for Kyle Schwarber against the Arizona Dimebacks. So I like those two plays. Jenks, do you think the Phillies get it done tonight? Yeah, I do. They're going to close things out. Doesn't it just... Doesn't sometimes it just feel like a team is is ready to move on and ready to close things out? They had that one... Here's the thing. In... They had a couple spots in Arizona where it 
I, I said this before, it took everything Arizona had to sort of beat the Phillies. And I feel like now, like, this is just their time. You know, they are the better team. I think it's clear to everyone. And that's why I see even people I respect, respected betters coming in on Philadelphia at minus 185. And, you know, maybe you want to parlay that with something else, or maybe you don't want to do that. A buck 85 is a lot in baseball, but I do get it. This is just the better team. They've been awesome at home, virtually untouchable. So I, I would be stunned if the Diamondbacks found a way to win this game tonight. I don't know. I would keep quite. Craig Kimball out of the game. That's what I would do for uh. sure because I don't want to see that again. All right. I don't want to see that ever again. A couple times we've seen that, and he has let the Diamondbacks get right back in this thing. But yes, I do think Philly closes it out. I think so as well, uh, especially at home. This feels like a Phillies series. Uh, next up, let's go to the Astros and the Rangers. This is a game seven. So the winner mm-hmm. takes all. We will know who's going to the World Series after tonight between the Rangers and the Astros. Astros minus 125 favorites on the uh, at home here. Rangers plus 105, total of nine and a half runs. We get the same pitching matchup that we've already seen before in this series. Max Scherzer facing Christian Javier. The Astros won that game pretty easily and tagged Max Scherzer for, I believe, five earned runs before chasing him from this game. Meanwhile, Christian Javier in the postseason this year, mm-hmm. 2-0 with a 1-6-9 ERA. Nice. So, Jenks, do you think this game goes similarly to the last matchup we had with these two starting pitchers? Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go Astros first five money line. You know I love my first five bets here, but I, I just believe in Christian Javier much more so than I believe in Max Scherzer. And also, you could make the case, okay, Max isn't Max, and he got shoved last time out. Maybe he's 100%, maybe he's not. But just look at what Christian Javier has done in his career in the postseason and in this postseason. In his career, Christian Javier is 6-1 and one with a 2.08 ERA in the playoffs. That's unbelievable. Last time out against the Rangers in this same spot, gave up two earned runs in five and two-thirds innings, struck out three, and could Max come out, ball out, and be the pitcher that he's always been? Absolutely. But even if he does pitch well, Christian Javier has just been better across the board. He loves the postseason. We've seen nothing different this time around. And maybe your sabotage factor is that the Astros aren't playing on the road because it's been well-documented on this show that they are just an under-500 team at home for some reason. But ultimately, I'm going to trust the team that has been here time and time and time again and a pitcher who has been not untouchable, but pretty damn close in his postseason career. So I'll go Astros first five at minus 130. Yeah, I think this is a straight fade of Max Scherzer. Like, what have we seen from him to want to trust him here? I know he has a long history of being a good pitcher in his career, but clearly Mm. the Astros bats uh, have his number, as we saw last game. I think there's a way to kind of have a soft fade of Max Scherzer here, maybe taking the under on his outs recorded. It's set at 13 and a half, which is pretty low, but still, we need, or if you're the Rangers, this is an elimination game. You can't lose this one. So if Max Scherzer is getting touched up early and often, I think he gets the real quick hook here. Also, you can take a look at his earned runs prop. It is set at one and a half, which seems pretty low for going against this Astros lineup that's very good and also has long ball potential. Because here's the thing. This one is back at home. 
uh, for the Astros and they have that short porch and left. It feels like uh, any of these players could get home runs off of Max Scherzer. So over one and a half earned runs for Max Scherzer. I'm going to take the under on his outs prop. And also, I like that Astros first five play as well. Although... The Rangers bullpen is not like entirely frightening to me. I think maybe the Astros have the upper hand. It's just both Mm -hmm. these offenses are so good. So that leads me to my next question. Looking at a total of nine runs, do you like an over here? Nine makes me a little (sighs) nervous, but still, it's been a hit parade between both of these teams. I I do, but let me ask you this because it's a game seven. You know how it is. All hands on deck. And it it tends to be Mm -hmm. like that even in the earlier games, but especially in a game seven. And I wonder if either of these guys, either of these managers immediately says, Nope, you're out. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to risk leaving you in an out longer when everything is on the line here. So that's the only thing that makes me nervous about betting on over in a game like this is because as soon as someone gets into trouble, they're going to be out of that game because it's going to, it's going to take everyone to win this game if necessary. So that's the only thing that worries me about an over, but I I can't necessarily talk you off of it because you're right. Both of these teams have been smashing the baseball. Yeah. Usually elimination game unders are certainly the play, but if there are ever, ever two teams that kind of defy that logic, it's been both of these because most of these games have been absolute slugfest, even in the later innings. Uh, we see guys come up there and rip grand slams uh, with the home run potential on both sides of the ball for both the Rangers and the Astros. If you are looking at hit props or any player props, it feels like you can't go wrong with Jose Altuve. If you look at his total bases, mm-hmm. I believe it's over one and a half. Maybe it's plus money, but still, the leadoff guy for the Astros is absolute nails in the postseason. I was talking about this with my husband. If you were to start a draft of hitters in the postseason right now, he has to be like a top five pick, right? If you want to trust somebody to have like one at bat to at least get on base, Jose Altuve, man, he's got to be one of the best hitters in all of baseball. No, you just have to. And he's just, he's one of those guys who is truly unflappable. There's some guys when you Mm -hmm. say, man, if I need a hit, if I need someone to perform in this spot, who would you go with? And Altuve is one of those guys. I think if you're if you're looking in the National League, then maybe Bryce Harper's that guy, just because man, time and time again, he just comes through in the clutch. But but I agree with you 100. How many times have we seen Jose Altuve deliver when he needs to deliver? Yeah, and especially for the people saying, "Oh, well, he's only good because he knew what pitches were coming." Uh, He still continues to rake. He did it in the minor leagues. He did it in the big leagues. And he continues to do it. So maybe that's not a great narrative to ride from here on out. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.